So we are born with these natural gifts, these natural talents, and they it is really up to us once we can identify them. Mm-hmm. It's up to us to add skill, add training, add practice so that we can get to the point where we are able or have the ability to engage that particular talent in a positive way. Okay. By the same token, you can take that same talent and you can use it in a negative way with near-perfect performance, can't you? Yes. Yes, yes. you can. You can. Yes. Welcome to another episode of the School of Purpose podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping emerging purpose-driven leaders and entrepreneurs who are seeking motivation, inspiration, and principles for success for their life, their business, and their career. Now let the class begin. Good day, good day, good day. Magnificent Monday to you. What an awesome day it is going to be. Welcome to another episode of the School of Purpose podcast. I am Markeith Brayton, a.k.a. your purpose professor, lifestyle entrepreneur, inspirational speaker, and the creator and host of the School of Purpose podcast. I am so excited that you are with me again this week. We have completed our first week of January already, and the year has gotten off to a great start. I hope that you are enjoying your year and have been focused on your goals and moving forward towards creating the life and the results that you want. And today I have a great podcast for you where we are going to discuss the power of strengths. My guest today is an expert in Strength Finders, which is a book as well as a tool that individuals use to identify their strengths so they can leverage them in order to create the life that they want. And this is very important to me because I believe that many of us have great attributes and great strengths that would create the life and the business and the results that we want if we would just focus our attention on our strengths. And so I want you to sit back, relax, listen to today's podcast, take notes, and know that you can create the results that you want in your business, in your career, and in your life by focusing on your strengths, by utilizing the gifts the skills, the talents, and the abilities that are innate to you in order to create the results that you want in your life, your business, and your career. So without delaying the interview any further, let's go into today's podcast with Rhonda Knight Boyle on how to master our strengths to create the life we want. Well, Rhonda, I want to thank you for joining me today for the School of Purpose podcast. This is such an exciting time to be sharing with you. I've read quite a bit about you and you sent me your bio and I just really enjoy what I've read. And so we're just going to hop right on into the interview. And why don't we start out with you letting the listening audience know who you are, what about you would like to share of your entrepreneurial journey, and we'll just go from there. Thank you so much. I am so thrilled to be with you today. And my name is Rhonda Boyle, and I am a coach and consultant in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, right in the center of the country. Okay. But I do uh, work with people worldwide, so I don't let uh, my location keep me, (laughs) you know, keep me from helping people wherever they are. And that's good. You know, I always talk to my clients, and even when I'm having a webinar or just sharing my own personal story. One of the things 
that is most appealing to me about my entrepreneurial journey as a coach and as a speaker is that I have location independence. I can have clients, whether they be in America or they could be in Australia, you know, because the Internet makes the world so small. And to be able to Skype or FaceTime or Zoom or do a webinar you know, it allows us to continue to have successful businesses as coaches and speakers and authors, uh, what I would like to call lifestyle entrepreneurs to do the work that we're called to do. I love that. <laughs> totally, totally true. So, yeah, thanks for having me on. You're so welcome. So why don't you tell us a little bit about the work you do currently as a coach and then we'll also get into what our theme of the show is about. And the theme today is activate your strengths. Activate your strengths. I would love to share what I do. Actually, it's a good thing that it's activate your strengths today because I am a strengths finder coach. Okay. As you know, strengths finder is an assessment and uh, I believe it is the most powerful personal and professional development tool on the market today. Wow. And that's what I use as my foundation. Mm -hmm. I am a transformational strengths coach. Okay. So I help people transform their lives. Maybe it's their business life. Maybe it's their personal life, their marriage, their relationships. Uh, I help them transform those spaces so that they can actually live in their strengths mm. as opposed to trying to fix their weaknesses. I yeah. think we've come to the point in uh, our culture now that we recognize that that just doesn't work. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mm -hmm. work and it drains your energy. And so helping people uh, find that space in which they can, they, they're already doing it naturally. Mm -hmm. And so helping them do more of that is what I'm all about. And that's so key. You know, we do spend a lot of time on our weaknesses and trying to improve the things that we may not be so great at or that we are not so fluid at. But yet, if you really begin to focus on your strengths, the things that I call your innate gifting. And then focus your attention, your energy on that. You will find that those things that are weaknesses tend to have the opportunity to take care of themselves or they tend to not matter as much because you found that sweet spot as you're focusing on your strengths. And so that is really good. And where you say live inside your strengths, I like to say live inside your purpose or to live on purpose. And so as we think about that idea of living on purpose, one of my first questions I always ask every guest is, how do you define purpose and success? What a great question. I actually see myself, this is, I'm speaking for myself here. I see myself having two purposes. Okay. One is an overarching purpose. Just that thing that kind of guides you. Like I know that I have a calling on my life to lead a global transformation movement. Wow. And I use StrengthsFinder in order to do that. Mm -hmm. And then we have our daily purpose, right? And so every day it's waking up and discovering or dis deciding who you're going to serve that day that's in alignment with the overall purpose. Right. So I think sometimes... Uh, people get confused and stressed out because they're looking for their purpose. They're trying to find their purpose when the, the real ultimate purpose is to get up and serve people mm -hmm. and be happy and joyful while you're doing it. Yeah. So, you know, it's okay if you don't have that overall purpose, that, that, that overarching purpose, that big bodacious dream, because that can change. But as long as you're in alignment and you're working towards uh, things that are true and authentic for you, then you really are fulfilling your purpose mm -hmm. one mm -hmm. step at a time, right? Because it is a journey after all. One step at a time, you know, and I like what you said that there is a purpose in every day that when we wake up, 
that every day we have an opportunity to serve others. And considering today's topic of activating your strength, we have an opportunity to serve others through the strength that we have in our talents, gifts, and skills. That's and so right. that is very a very good point to understand is that every day has its own purpose and that we all do have an overarching pur- purpose for which we offer the world, but every day in and of itself has its own purpose. So what about success? How would you communicate and define what success means to you? You know, I think that there are so many definitions for success. And this is one of the things that we get caught up in Mm -hmm. is that we try to define success by what we see in the world, Mm -hmm. like success in money or success in status and so forth. So for me, here's what I know, and I get holy ghost bumps. That's what I call them. You know, when, when I just, those in that endorphin rush is when I hear someone share with me that I have helped them transform or step into the place where they are called to be. That is what I call success. So on a day, you know, I might be successful in gaining a new client or having uh, a corporation call me and engage me to come in and and work with them. Mm -hmm. And so that, too, is success. However, it really is the thing that we're that I'm going for and the way I define success is when I know that I have served someone and moved them in the direction of their dream, their power, their strength, that just, ah, I just feel like I have, you know, I, I have it all. I have exactly what, I know that that's what I'm here for to do. Yes, yes. And so that's where, I, that's how I can tell when I'm in alignment mm-hmm. with my purpose mm-hmm. and am successful. It may not even agree with the world's definition of success, yes. which of course can you know, it, it changes and differs according to each and every person, I think, the way they define success. So for me, I know that it is that power, that that space I or that space I'm in, you know, when I know that I have successfully served and helped someone else. Right, right, right. You know, Earl Nightingale has a great definition that I like and that I've adopted. And he says success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. And all that simply means is that whatever you deem as a worthy idea and your pursuit of that idea walking towards purpose and walking towards that is success. The world doesn't define our success. We define what success is. And so if success to us is to be a great father and a husband and to make sure that the children and understand what family is all about and to make sure that I'm at home every evening at seven to eat dinner with the children and and my wife and my family, then that's success. You know, success could mean something totally different to someone else, but we get to decide what success is for us. I totally agree. And you know, it in, as a coach, in helping people move towards their own definition of success, I think is what's so important. That's the opportunity that we have right. is to help guide them and, and point the way mm-hmm. for them to, to define success for their own lives and stop getting all caught up you know, in what everybody else tells them success is or what the world tells them success is or what they see on television, right. what success is. So awesome. I couldn't agree more. Great, great, great. And so as you have journeyed along in your entrepreneurial endeavor and just throughout life, let the listening audience know what has been the biggest obstacle that you've had to overcome in following your strength or living inside your strength? And what were some of the lessons learned from that experience? Wow. You know, I think that the 
greatest obstacle that I have faced, and I recognize it in many of my clients and other people in the world, is trying to be who I'm not. Mm. And that is when I have become my own worst enemy, so to speak, because I've been trying to be someone else. So this is why I'm so passionate about helping people find out who they really are, because I think that uh, for me, when I live in the space when I uh, where I know that I shine, and that's living in my strengths, mm-hmm. then I I can do more, I can be more, I can serve more, I can help more people. Right. And so I think that uh, getting out of my own way <laughs> has probably been, and let me just say that I probably get in my own way 22 times a day, and I have to remember, you know, stop, look, and listen to see who, and that's that listening in here. Mm-hmm. Who am I listening to, you know? And so one of the things that has really, by, by a, being able to do that, what it allows me to do is to partner with other people who are better in certain areas than I am. Very good. And so being able to create synergy with other people has really uh, helped me overcome my biggest obstacle, which is me. <laughs> yes. You know, and I always have a tendency to share that many times or most than not, we are our own worst enemy. It's not something that is external. It's not something that is outside of who we are. Most often than not, we are our worst enemy. We get in the way so many times and we have to practice a level of self-discipline or we have to practice self-mastery in order for us to achieve our goals. And that's one of the definitions that I have for success as well, is that success is the fulfillment of purpose. But the key to success is self-mastery. How do we master our thoughts? How do we master what we speak? How do we master our habits? How do we master the things that we do on a daily basis that will help us to get to the place that we want to get to? Who do we have to become in order to get to that next place, in order to achieve that next goal or to have the life that we want to have? So that's great advice. So let's talk a little bit about your experience as a strengths finder coach as someone who helps to help others identify what their strengths are and how they can leverage those to create the life of their dreams or to create greater opportunity for themselves. What is a strength? So uh, my definition of a strength, which goes along with uh, Gallup Corporation, they own the test. I just Mm -hmm. use it in my work. And they define a strength as a talent that is used with near perfect performance with a positive outcome. Mm, Say that one more time. It's it's taking a talent, a natural innate gift and talent, and using it in such a way that you have near perfect performance with a positive outcome. Mm. That's kind of a long definition, I'm sure. Yes, but it's it's understandable. Yeah. So we are born with these natural gifts, these natural talents, and they. it is really up to us once we can identify them. Mm-hmm. It's up to us to add skill, add training, add practice so that we can get to the point where we are able or have the ability to engage that particular talent in a positive way. Okay. By the same token, you can take that same talent and you can use it in a negative way with near perfect performance, can't you? Yes. 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 You can. You can. Yes. So what I have found in the work that I do is that each of these talents that we have has a deep 
profound need. And if you take care to get your own needs met, you know, we're always told that it's not about us, Mm -hmm. you know, but it really is about us because we have this innate desire and we, we actually perform better when we get our own needs met. And so if we can take ownership and take responsibility for getting our own needs met, then it puts us in a place where we're able to use our talents for good, in power, in strength, with that near-perfect performance. Wow. That talent, that skill, that strength that allows us to, or where we do a near-perfect performance to get the result that is a positive result. Interesting. And so for the individual who says, you know, I really don't know what my strengths are. I really don't truly know that passionate area where I would be the most strong. How do I begin to really identify and uncover what that is? Well, the place I always start is with the results from the Strengths Finder assessment. Okay. And you can actually find that through the Gallup Strengths Center. And I can share that resource with you uh, at, when it's time. And as I said before, I don't own the test. It's not mine. I just use it right. in the work that I do. Mm-hmm. So there, uh, Gallup has identified uh, that there are 34 of these talent clusters, they call them. And you know what? You have all 34 of them. And I have all 34 of them. And so does everybody else on the planet. So the question is, how do we use them or which ones do we use naturally in dominance and in strength automatically? Because we're already, you're already using your talents innately. The question is, are you using them in a powerful way or are you using them in a disempowering way? And so being able to start with the language, with the, the, uh, the words that the Strengths Finder assessment gives us allows us to have a foundation and create a starting point from which to work. Okay. And it actually creates a common language for us so that I can uh, identify uh, you know, I know what this word means. It means the same thing, whether, you know, it's a, a 20 year old that I'm looking at or whether it's a 50 year old that I'm looking at or no matter what their industry is, if they've got uh, the talent of a ranger, for example, that's a talent that has very clear markers. And then I, can, I know exactly what it is that, that drives them. They have a need for efficiency mm-hmm. and they have a need for planning so that they can arrange and rearrange things as the situation changes, you know. And so if they're in a, a situation that is uh, not conducive to that, then I can help them move towards that based on that particular talent. Wow. So the strength is a very major part of success and identifying what that strength is so that you can be successful in whatever career, whatever industry, whatever business that you may find yourself uh, wanting to go into. And so when we think about this idea of the strength and uncovering what our strengths are, how do we connect that strength to a potential business, to a career or to an opportunity where we would flourish? That's a great question. And of course, it has to do with a person's interest, Mm -hmm. with their education, and it has to be in alignment with their passion and so forth. I can tell you where not to put me. Okay. You don't want to put me in a cubicle Mm -hmm. by myself where I'm dealing with data. Mm-hmm. or something for for example or I'm I'm locked into a place because I'm a people person and I need to be out and about in the market and working with people and so forth. So really what strengths finder tells us or the results of the strengths finder assessment of course it tells us the how how we go about doing things. 
it doesn't really tell who we are. It tells, well, it does in, in a sense because you can kind of identify who people are, but it really helps with the how, how they, uh, what is the, the worldview? What it's, I, I like to say that we are always looking out of our own eyeballs. You know, you can't look out of somebody else's eyeballs and that view really does uh, tell us how your approach, how you approach things. Mm-hmm. And so being able to align a business or a job, uh, I can tell them, you know, kind of what maybe not to do, or I can help them use their natural talents to do, uh, to approach tasks and things that they need to get done, you know? So I might use my woo to, which is a talent called winning others over. So I have Mm. woo, which is big energy and I am a people, people, people person and I need new people every day. And so I might use my woo to invite someone to come along beside me to actually do some of the nuts and bolts pieces because guess what? I'm not going to do them. So recognizing what I'm not, it's, it's equally important not just to recognize your own talents and where your gifts are, but also to recognize where they are not. I am not analytical. I don't have that talent. And I don't uh, find myself often in a situation where I have to analyze numbers or charts or graphs or spreadsheets mm-hmm. because I avoid that those areas. I don't, I don't enjoy it. It drains the life out of me. So by knowing that clearly is not in my wheelhouse has allowed me the opportunity, for example, to partner with my bookkeeper who handles all of my money stuff. I call her a money girl and I'm so happy to have her in my life because that means I don't have to do those things. Mm-hmm. So when we are looking at how you are naturally gifted, we also can take the opportunity to learn where you are not. And it's with vulnerability, you know, that we can reach out to get the help we need and to wrap those people around us that we need to get it done because you know being a solo out here is not fun and it's difficult and it's because we're trying to do things that are not in our wheelhouse right 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 and so that's good that when we really fully understand what our strengths are it provides us an opportunity to identify people who could assist us in the areas where we're not as strong and so that is really good. And so, you know, if you've not taken the Strengths Finders test and you've not re- read the book, I would recommend you going to get the book. And I'm sure that Rhonda will be sharing how to do that a little bit later once we get to that question. But it is a great resource for you to uh, purchase or to get on Kindle and begin to really identify, especially now towards the end of the year before the new year comes you know, what areas of your strength are. Because many of us are doing things that are not in our wheelhouse. Many of us are working jobs that are not necessarily pulling on or placing a demand on the potential of the skill set that we have innately. And what better way to live your life than to do work that is utilizing the innate skill, the innate strength that you have versus you just doing a job because it's work. We all can do much better. Well, Rhonda, I want to kind of shift a little bit into what I call your one thing resources and product and productivity. And these are just questions to help us get to know you a little bit more and help to get some insight on, you know, what helps you to be a successful entrepreneur and what helps you to be more productive each and every day. So, Rhonda, describe yourself with one word and explain why you chose that word. Wow. So one word that I would use to describe me would be hmm, light. Hmm. 
Light. Yes. And why would I use that word? Well, it might have something to do with my hair, (laughs) (laughs) which is naturally silver. I've been this way for a long, long time. And so I really work hard at being a light for other people and a beacon of hope and so on for, for people. So I hope that that is, is a, I, I like, I like knowing that about me, that I can be that in my best, most powerful space. That's exactly who I am for other people. So it's not about me, right? It's about others and what I can be for other people. Right. Light. I like that word. (laughs) What's one online resource tool website app that has enhanced your productivity and your focus? Well, if I can be quite transparent with you, I was until probably about nine months ago, and this will shock you because you look like a Gen Xer to me, <laughs> uh, that I have not had, uh, I did not, I, I had a paper calendar until mm. about nine months ago. Okay. So really using the Google calendar has mm. been very helpful f- to me and, and has indeed made me more uh, productive. It keeps me on track. And I mean, I have my cell phone with me anyway. I guess it was that fear of technology that held me back. Okay. So that's one resource. If I can offer another one, it would be Zoom mm. because Zoom has really changed the demographics of my business. Okay. Because it again, as we talked earlier, it has allowed me to uh, work remotely with all sorts of people, mm-hmm. and uh, I really love I love everything about that resource because it I happen to uh, run group training, and so I can get twenty people in the room and still see everybody, and so for me that's very important. So I you know if I had to pick one, it probably would be Zoom, but I'm happy to say I'm no longer using a paper calendar either. Good. I've not used Zoom yet. I use Skype often to do these interviews and I have Webinar Ninja where you can actually share the stage with individuals and they're able to come on to your presentation one at a time. But I think that, excuse me, but yes, Zoom I hear has been pretty good. What is one book that has had the biggest impact on you? Well, I think that uh, other than the Strengths Finder book, of mm-hmm. course, uh, one of my favorite books is not very well known, and it is called Beyond Positive Thinking, mm-hmm. and it's by Dr. Robert Anthony. And I think that there is uh, a lot of confusion around positive thinking and keeping your thoughts positive and so forth. And not confusion, but that's, you know, that's the uh, what many of us use, you know, is to try to keep ourselves positive and so forth. Uh, And he has really given a uh, practical, uh, practical guide to implementing the law of attraction and the power of positive thinking. So I really have uh, very much appreciated his work and he's got several other books and none of them are very well known. So I kind of, I'm giving you guys a secret here, like seriously. Okay. (laughs) Very good. What are you currently reading right now? Right now, I just started the book Power and Force by Dr. David Hawkins which uh, is a, so far, very, very powerful book. So I'm not very far into it. And I am a big reader. And I think that's important that we are constantly feeding our minds good stuff. So Yes, that is important. I'd like to ask this question because, you know, many people believe in personal development and really getting the training that they need. What's one conference you think everyone should attend? So I remember reading this question on your, uh, when you had, had written it, you know, when you gave me the resources mm-hmm. for the pre-interview and I had a hard time coming up with one, I'll tell you, because I think that conferences are so, uh, so often they have to do with your industry. So for me, the Clifton Strengths Summit is a, an, a must attend event for me. And uh, I can't wait to go to the Epic Epic Conference 
in Dallas with uh, April Franks Hunt, who we are both uh, well aware of. And so that'll be my second visit to her conference. So for me, that's becoming a must attend. I will suggest something else from a personal development standpoint. And I am a graduate of the landmark curriculum for living. So I think that if anyone has an opportunity to attend the Landmark Forum, it is not a conference in the traditional sense that you're asking the question. However, it is a serious personal transformation uh, training that I think everyone should have access to. It has greatly influenced my own work and uh, really helping people learn how to move from the land of ordinary if you will, which is where we're all out here grinding and we're just doing our day-to-day getting it done to the land of possibilities because that's where you live in peace and freedom and you get miraculous things done. And so Landmark has the perfect program really to teach that type of process. I've heard a lot about Landmark and have been saying that I want to take the course. And so that's a 2017 for me to do the Landmark form. And I think the closest to me here in Nashville is Atlanta. So I would definitely put that on my calendar for 2017. That is an excellent, excellent part of your um, your 2017. You're going to be amazed at what you discover and uncover about yourself. Very good. Yeah. What is one ritual or practice that helps you stay focused, intentional, and in alignment with your purpose? Well, I'm a prayerful person. So really keeping uh, talking to, you know, my higher source, if you will, Mm -hmm. uh, which for me is God. And uh, so being able to be consciously aware. And I'll tell you one other thing that I've started doing, starting practicing is mindfulness or in traditional sense, meditation. Meditation, And I, my brain fires so fast. I have a talent called ideation, which my brain is popping, popping constantly like popcorn. And so meditation or mindfulness really allows me to slow down. And uh, I have just actually, I've, Well, let me put it this way. I have avoided that practice Mm. and resisted that practice for a long time. And I have just recently recognized the, uh, you know, the need for it and really to actually understand what it is. For me, I really felt like it meant to shut my brain off and that I knew that I couldn't do because of how I'm wired. Mm -hmm. And that's why I avoided it. But then I had someone teach me that, no, 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 it's the practice of catching your mind wandering and bringing it back and centering again. And that made all the difference in the world to to really understand why that was essential Mm -hmm. and how I could actually practice it if you will, and, and not expect perfection because that's what I was thinking is like, Oh, that's so easy for you. And it was hard for me, but doing the hard thing really is what uh, helps move us forward. Doesn't it? It does. It It definitely does. Mm -hmm. If you could meet any entrepreneur or major leader, who would that be? Well, I, you know, I'm not about bringing people back from the dead, but yes. <laughs> the, great, <laughs> the great Jim Rohn hmm. is who I would really love to sit down and talk to because he's just, he's been a guiding force in my life and in my own personal development. And so, gosh, you know, he passed away this time in 2009. I believe it was December 12th. So we're really almost on the anniversary of that. And thankfully, we have technology. So I do get to have Mr. Roan feed into me quite mm-hmm. frequently, mm-hmm. even though he is not here. But wow, to be able to sit down and have a conversation with him would be amazing. Yeah. You know, I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday and I said, my 2017 
is going to be all things Tony Robbins, who was very influenced by Jim Rohn. And I've watched a lot of video and listened to a lot of different audio on Jim Rohn. And so I think that, you know, 2017, I'm going to just probably read everything Tony Robbins and just kind of get some influence and some glean some great things from that. Right. What is the number one aspect or number one favorite aspect of being an entrepreneur, being a coach? Freedom. (laughs) (laughs) If I can boil it down to one word, uh, it would definitely be freedom. However, I will add to that, that freedom calls for great responsibility. Mm -hmm. And I do think that uh, a lot of people kind of don't understand that initially. They don't recognize that, uh, you know, they are responsible for their time, responsible for, you know, their energy and so forth. And they want the freedom without doing the work that's involved and taking ownership of, of the things that they need to get done. So I think for me, though, it is that freedom to plan my day, the freedom to take off if I need to. I think that most of us probably work too many hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we're yeah. constantly working. Uh, and that's because, frankly, we love what we do. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's like, Sometimes nothing for me to be still working with somebody at 9 p.m., you know. But I took off for dinner, you know. I watched the grandson earlier in the day. And so that's that freedom aspect. But then you have that responsibility to get the things done that you need to have covered. I like that. Freedom requires work. Freedom requires work. Our last one thing question that I think I skipped over, and that is if you had $1 million to use to build your business, what is one thing you would immediately invest in? I would immediately invest in technology. However, I would invest in the people to come and run that technology for me. Okay. Because of where I'm at, I'm a baby boomer, I'm 50 something. And so, you know, technology doesn't come as naturally to me as it does for someone like you. And so that's where the grind and the labor and that's where I get caught up, you know, in my own trip up and in in either trying to do it myself or or I need to do it myself, Mm -hmm. Uh, at least sometimes you can't even outsource something if you don't understand it, you know. So if I had a million dollars, oh my, I would immediately hire the right people to handle the technology side of my business because that would make it so much easier for me. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, we have come to the end of this podcast interview. You know, I try to keep these around 40 to 45 minutes. And so we're going to close out and let you share one piece of advice that you would give someone who's ready to activate their strength, live on purpose, and shift into their better and best life. Wow. What a responsibility to give one piece of advice. <laughs> I tell what it would be would be to hire a coach or find a mentor mm. and to understand that you do not have to go it alone, that there are people out here like yourself, you know, who are ready, willing, and able to help you to uh, get on track with where you want to go and who you want to be in your entrepreneurial journey. And, uh, you know, I tell you, it's not a one-man show out here. We all have to have the help. And and, uh, so being able to have a mentor or a coach that can help guide you in next steps, I think, is absolutely essential. Awesome, awesome, awesome. What's something that's going on in your business right now you would like others to know? Well, I'm excited. I'm about to launch my very first uh, online uh, webinar type uh, product, awesome. if you will, or uh, service, I guess. 
I've, uh, I've been working really hard over the last six months, beta testing online using Zoom, as I mentioned earlier. And so I'm ready to roll it out, rock and roll with it. So uh, you can look for me uh, at the beginning of the year with that. So Okay, good. I did my first official webinar last night program called Shift Your Life Masterclass. And it's going to be a three-night over a course of three weeks. And the very first night was last night. We did have some technical difficulties uh, in the beginning, but we smoothed it out and everybody was able to get back on. And it was a great hour and a half class that we had on last night. And so webinars are great, um, a great opportunity to get people on the same page at the same time. And they can comment and, and make ask questions and so on and so forth. And so I'm sure that you will have a great experience doing your webinars as well. Yes, I can't wait. Good. Now, how can everyone reach out to you and learn more about you? Where do we go online to find Rhonda Boyle? Well, you can find me at rondaboyle.com. You can find me at yellowsubgroup.com. I have two websites. One is my uh, corporate site, and then the other is my personal transformation work. And then, if you're on Facebook and you're interested in Strengths Finder, I would love to have you part of my private group where I train and teach and uh, offer resources and so on for free. And that group is called The Very Best You. The Very Best You, because that's, that's what we're all working on, and and that's part of my branding, and so. Yeah, I'm looking forward to helping you be the very best you and everyone else that I come in contact with. And so that's where it's happening in my world. That's awesome. So say those two websites one more time so that everybody can capture it. Yes, it's RhondaBoyle.com mm-hmm. and YellowSubGroup.com. Awesome. Well, Rhonda, I am so appreciative of you taking the time out to share with us today and to help us glean some of your wisdom on how we can activate our strength. And I'm just so elated that you found the School of Purpose podcast worthy to spend some time with us today just to be a guest. And, you know, as you move forward, we pray that things will be blessed and that you will continue to grow and that your business will be touching lives across this world because what we truly want to happen is that our lives and our businesses be an impact and influence so that other people's lives are better so thank you for joining me and we hope that you will come and see us again oh i am delighted and thank you thank you so much for having me i appreciate it You are welcome. Wow, what an awesome interview with Rhonda Knight Boyle. I really liked the definition she gave for strength, which she said was from the resource of Strength Finders. And it says that a strength is when you have a talent that is used with near-perfect performance that brings about a positive outcome. And I truly believe that we all have that strength that will make an indelible mark on the world, that strength that will be able to create opportunities for us to live our better and our best life, to create the results that we want in our business, and to create the results that we want in our career. So what a great episode it was this week to share with Rhonda night boil i would love for you to go into itunes and rate today's show and leave us a great review on what you thought about this interview also i would love for you to join me each and every week on facebook if you have a facebook page each week on tuesdays and thursdays i do a facebook live in my facebook private group called the school of purpose If you're interested in joining me each and every week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time, go to Facebook and type in or you can go to the URL www.schoolofpurposetv.com or you can go to Facebook and type in the School of 
purpose, but I think the best way for you to get to the page is going through the URL www.schoolofpurposetv.com. I'm always excited to be with you each and every week via this podcast, and this week was no different. And so I hope that there was something that was said, something that was gleaned to help you to move forward on purpose, to help you be more intentional in creating the results that you want. This is what the School of Purpose is all about, helping individuals to lead and succeed on purpose so that they can get the results that they want. If you are interested in asking questions or submitting comments to me about the podcast, all you have to do is email me at markeith at markeithbraden.com. That's markeith at markeithbraden.com. Well, we have come to the end of another great podcast, and I thank you for joining me this week. And I'm always elated to be sharing this information with you. And all I want you to do is share it with someone that you believe would find value in this podcast and let them know that the School of Purpose podcast is here to help you to be more on purpose, to help you have a greater, fulfilling life, and to help you to create the results that you want. God bless you. Have a great rest of the week. And always remember this, shoot for the top because it's the bottom that's overcrowded.